music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun 102.7 FM. And good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play by play coming to you live on this wet and rainy. I was about to say Monday. It's Tuesday because of the Fourth of July. Casey Justclair here. We've got a busy ninety minutes of sports talk coming your way. Hope you guys are enjoying your day. Hope you guys enjoyed your long weekend. We've got a fun show coming your way today. In fifteen minutes, we're going to go to Corey A. Bear with the Blue Boot Rodeo. It's Rodeo Week, y'all. Uh, the rodeo begins. 48 hours from now on Thursday, uh, they're going to be rocking and rolling and having a wonderful time. We'll have Corey on to talk about some last-minute touches and some last-minute preparations that the rodeo would like their audience and locals to know as we're getting ready for the Blue Boot Rodeo, which will be held July 7th through 9th over at Grand Isle. At noon, we're going to have Central Lafouche Boys basketball coach, Coach Henry Latin on the line, touching base with Coach Latin, getting another update about how his summer has been going out in Matthews for his basketball team, the Trojans have, you know, we've talked about this throughout the summer. They have played very well. Uh, they've gotten an opportunity, I think, to make a big leap forward in the upcoming season. We'll ask Coach Latin about all of that and more in the next segment of the show. And then at 12.15, it's crazy because it's a Tuesday show. It's our first show of the week. It feels like, you know, you know we've got to do some different stuff, but it's already Tuesday, so that means that we'll have our Terrebonne General Tuesday. We'll have Stan Grava on the line to talk about everything happening in our local area. We'll preview you know, high school sports. We'll talk a little college. LSU had a big recruiting weekend. Getting closer to the NFL, we might even ramble a little bit about that. And then at the bottom of the show, we've got to get our W's and L's. We're going to do that in lieu of a Monday show. We'll get our W's and L's today, and then we'll also get our betting picks at the bottom of the show. So, can't wait for what lies ahead here today on Play by Play. Let's thank our sponsors. The Blue Boot Rodeo will be held July 7th through 9th at the Grand Isle Marina located at 158 Sand Dollar Court at the Tarpon Pavilion. Also, Southland Dodge and Homa. Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. How about Dufresne Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs? Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and Community Youth Sports Organizations. Also a reminder, join us on Saturdays at 10 a.m. for the Sports Corner, presented by Terrebonne General Health System with Stan Gravois and myself for the latest in local high school, college, and professional sports from your local sports experts, sponsored by State Bank and Trust Company. And also a reminder, join us later this week on Thursday from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. Excuse me, let's start that over. Join us on Thursday from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. for Senior Sources, hosted by the Lafouche Parish District Attorney's Office at the LaRose Civic Center. Senior Sources is designed to inform senior citizens about the services available to them. Speakers will cover topics such as current scam trends, easy voting mail-in ballots, juror exemption, senior abuse signs, and much more. Guest speakers will include Christine Russell, Craig Weber, Archie Chasson, Annette Fontana, Wendy Thibodeau, Michael Boudreau, Heidi Irvin, Mary Swanye, and Tommy SJ. So that is senior sources over at the LaRose Civic Center on Thursday from 8.30 to 10.30. We look forward to that. So let's talk. In the first segment of the show today, uh, I'll talk a little bit of high school, but I also want to 
give a reminder about something to our listeners, and I'm going to hope to not get too ooey and gooey and gushy about this. Um, anybody who's familiar with my newspaper work knows maybe where I'm going with this, but it's going to kind of regurgitate something that I wrote yesterday. Um, over the weekend in our community, we had a really difficult tragedy um, that took place. We had a young lady, a very young lady, 15-year-old girl, a beautiful young girl, wonderful heart, vibrant, great spirit, who was tragically killed in, a, in an accident with an off-road or in an off-road vehicle over on Grand Isle. So the message that I want to relay today, first and foremost, is that to anyone who knows that young lady, I'm thinking of you all. I'm praying for you all. I know this is a tough and difficult time. We, your thoughts, are our thoughts and, and prayers are with you all during this time of need. Um, sometimes we don't understand what God is doing, but that doesn't mean that there's not a plan in place. So please stay vigilant. Please stay strong. And I'm reminded of a verse, and I'll read it to you all now. And I'm, I'm not, you know, a, a preachy person. I'm not a person that likes to talk religion. I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to read you all a Bible verse here which says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. That's Psalm 34, 18. Um, so if you're hurting, just know that, you know, there are spiritual powers in play that could that could give you healing in your time of need. Um, and if you feel alone, reach out. Don't don't hesitate to reach out. Don't be by yourself if you don't want to be by yourself in a, in a healing and grieving time. I know from experience that there are people that are willing to help. The next message that I want to relay before we talk a little bit of high school football is this, and it's that um, we as people sometimes live far too much of our lives gearing up for and preparing for a perfect tomorrow, letting things fall through the the cracks that could just as easily be done today. And I wrote about this yesterday yesterday. And I'm going to kind of share that same message and sentiment and kind of give a challenge to our listeners here today. If there's something that you are holding heavy, if there's a grudge that you're having, if you have, you know, a beef with a friend or a family member that you do care about, but that you just are having a disagreement with and, you know, your instinct is always, yeah, I'll get to it. You know, maybe next week I'll call or maybe next week I'll reach out. Stop with the next week stuff. Because life is incredibly short. And tomorrow is not promised to anyone. I could, you know, this may be, for all I know, this this could be the last play-by-play show that I ever do because I don't know what's going to happen whenever I leave this studio. If there's an issue that you're having with a relative, a friend, call and reach out today and smooth it over. Because petty disagreements... Issues about somebody borrowing money from you or what you know, whatever it is that causes issues, those things are very small in the grand picture of life. You know, and there's gonna be a time and a place and a day and an age where that person that you're disagreeing with ain't gonna be here to disagree with anymore. And all these days that you're losing in between now and you know, the future that you're not reaching out and you're, you know, letting things go unsaid, you're missing out on times where you could maybe be sharing and making memories with that person. So my challenge is that if you've got a disagreement with someone, if you've got an argument with someone that's left standing, smooth it over today, man. Don't wait. 
nip that in the butt today. Like, there's no reason to let that linger. The next thing is this. If you have people in your circle that you're not disagreeing with, that, you know, you, you just, you know, you, you have them around you and they're, they're part of your tribe, so to speak. Cherish them, man. Tell them, like, the, the three most powerful words in the English language or I love you. Tell your people that you love them daily. Don't have to be in a weird way. You know, us guys, we tend to not like to say that, right? Oh, bro, that, you know, that's, that's, I'm too masculine to say that. Doesn't make you weak to tell somebody that you love them, man. Do it all the time. Because here's the thing. If there's a friend or a family member and they leave and I don't say that and then something happens to myself or to them, I don't want the last words that I say to somebody to not be the three most impactful words that someone could say. So don't leave anything for chance, man. Like we leave things out there and take things for granted that are not guaranteed, that are not promised. Please do better about that. You've got opportunities to go do something. Lastly, I promise you I'm going to get off of this this soapbox. If you got things to go do, you know, go to the water park. If, If you want to go to Blue Bayou this summer, go. You want to take that vacation trip to tech, you know, to Houston to go watch the Astros play. Go do it. You want to go if you got a little money and you got, you know, a couple free nights of vacation at work and you want to go spend a couple days with, you know, some friends and family at Gulf Shores. Go. I'm as guilty of this as anyone. I have been asked and invited to places hundreds of times in the last several years. And, you know, my instincts of being lazy. Oh, I don't want to go. You know, I want to just stay in. I want to play video games or whatever. That's a nervous energy within me. That's an anxious energy within me. I don't. I have social anxiety. I don't like being around a lot of people. I need to get over that because I'm missing out on opportunities with people that I'm assuming are going to just be there. Oh, I'll go the next time. Casey, damn it. You don't know if there's going to be a next time. So please, please, let's, let's you know, tragedy is a terrible thing, right? And that beautiful little girl is is not going to come back to us, unfortunately. But let's all learn a lesson from this, and let's all be together with one another more closely than what we've been before, okay? It it doesn't take a big effort. It doesn't take a big sacrifice. But if we could all collectively do that together, we can make our individual lives better, and we can make our community better because we'll be making a difference to people that we love and that we care about. And then they'll do the same to others that they love and they care about, and, and it'll just become contagious and it'll become infectious. To our family that are hurting, uh, we're, we're, we're praying for you all. And, uh, you know, if there's anything that we could do, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. It's play-by-play here on KLEB. We'll get a little, little bit of high school talk here. As we're, you know, July 5th, we're kind of up against break. We'll get to Corey in just a second. Uh, July 5th, so you, you flash forward a month. That would be August 5th. August 5th, you know, teams got pads on, and they're practicing, and they're preparing for their upcoming seasons. I did a whole segment on this last week of the sheer uncertainty of the high school season. I cannot wait to see what it's going to look like because I don't think anybody really knows the hierarchy yet. I, I could see it going any number of different directions. <laughs> and Stan and I talked about this Saturday. One of the things that's the most exciting about the upcoming high school season is that we're going to find out right away. Like in week one, E.D. White's playing Vanderbilt. We're going to find out right away. Thibodeau's playing Lutcher. That's a big game. South Lafouche taking on St. Frederick. That's a big playoff team. Central Lafouche has the unenviable task of taking on John Curtis. 
We'll find out right away. You know, if they keep that game close somehow, hey, you know, maybe they're cooking with grease out there. So we'll see right away that first Friday night, we're going to get a really strong indication of where a lot of these local teams sit. And with the way that the formula is set up now, like you better be ready from the first game of the season because before the instinct was, ah, we'll use district or non-district play to kind of tinker and to kind of mess around with some things, but we'll be ready for district. You start off one and four and just quote unquote, oh, bro, we're going to get ready for district. You ain't making the playoffs, bro. Even if you, um, well, if you win district, you get automatic bid. <laughs> but even if you go like four and two or whatever in district play, you ain't getting in. Just because of the way that it's set up, those non-district games are every bit as important and in some cases more important than the district games that you play. So you better be ready from the first ball that is snapped on Friday night in the fall. You better be ready for a battle. You be better. You better be ready to rock and roll because those power points that you earn early in the season often are the difference of you having a week 11 or you sitting at home. And right away this coming season, we're going to learn a whole lot. That first Friday, I'm telling you, is going to be crucially important into learning where a lot of these teams are going to be moving and shaking in the upcoming year. Let's catch a break when we get back. Corey Bear will be on the line. The Blue Boot Rodeo beginning on Thursday. We can't wait to see what they're cooking up. Maybe literally in some cases, but there's supposed to be a lot of good food out there. It's play-by-play. We'll be right back after this commercial break talking with Corey on KLEB. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our skeeter beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. Home health services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, where the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We go to the phone lines for the first time in today's show, and we go with Corey Abair. He's been helping us pl- promote the Blue Boot Rodeo, which is a 
member of our team here on KLEB. The rodeo will begin on Thursday and will run through Saturday at the Grand Dow Marina located at 158 Sand Island Court at the Tarpon Pavilion. Corey, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good, Casey. How's it going? Good, man. Look, you guys got to feel like, you know, a kid on Christmas Eve or whatever cliche you want to use. The rodeo is right here. I'm sure you guys are hoping that some of this nasty weather blows out before Thursday. But, man, you got to be ready to roll because we're just 48 hours away from an awesome event. We as ready as we're going to be. Yeah, we can get all that rain out of the system today. That would be perfect. No doubt about that, man. So, Tell us, you know, we had you on a couple of times. Give us a rundown of some things that, that locals should expect. I know that you guys have big things planned. You got a lot of food and you know, a lot of bands and activities, and I know you guys are preparing for a wonderful event. What are some things people should expect if they go spend the weekend with you all? Yeah, thank you, Casey. So on Thursday, it's uh, fishing only. Fishing opens up at 6 a.m. on Thursday, and then Friday is when the event starts starts happening. So uh, the scales open on Friday, July 8th, from 3 to 6. Um, around 5.30, we're going to have DJ Frozen that's going to play till around 8 o'clock. Um, at 6.30, our cornhole tournament is going to start. And um, at 8, from 8 to 11, we're going to have Shorts in December, the band playing uh, Friday night. We're going to have Pasta Lida we're going to be serving up on Friday night. And then on Saturday... Um, Saturday morning, we're doing something uh, new this year. We're going to have bingo and mimosas from 10 to 12. Everybody's welcome to, to, to come out and play bingo. Um, our scales open at noon till 4 o'clock on Saturday. Um, DJ Frozen's going to play again from 12 to 3. Uh, at 3 o'clock, we'll be serving our plate lunches. Um, that If you buy a rodeo ticket, you get a free plate lunch with that. From 3 to 5, we're going to have our LSU players that are going to be down um, signing autographs. We have Gavin Duga, Kate Beloso, Alex Malazzo, and Nick Stores. And then um, Rough and Ready from 3 to 6. We're going to have awards at uh, 6 o'clock. We have a live auction starting around 7, and then Junior Lacrosse is going to close out the night from 8 to 11. Dude, bingos and mimosas. What what the heck's going on there? I, I, I picture a bunch of old ladies sitting around playing bingo, having a drink. That's going to be fun as heck. Well, I, I tell you what, when, when the ladies on our committee brought up the idea, uh, it, it, the men unanimous, unanimously voted uh, for it. So uh, <laughs> kids are welcome to play. Obviously, they won't get the mimosas, but, uh, but it's something different, and we have some volunteers coming in from, from the Lockport area that, that do bingo, and uh, we're excited. We think it's going to be a fun event to start the morning. Absolutely, buddy. So. Okay, you guys are going to have the rodeo this week, and then a lot of folks would maybe think, oh, okay, well, then they're going to be able to rest and, you know, get you know take a couple months off and then start. No, man, you guys are a year-round thing. I know that the rodeo is the big signature event, but you guys are working all year long to promote drowning awareness. Talk about the work that you all have been doing in the past and will continue to do in the future in that regard. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously our rodeo is, is what we hold once a year to, to raise our funds to be able to, support the community and, and get drowning awareness out there. Um, you know, we've set a goal to get um, our brand out further than just Lafouche Parish, down the bayou, get up and towards, towards Thibodeau area, uh, Morgan City, Terrebonne Parish. We want to spread this and spread the word. So, you know, if we could we could save a life, that's, that's our mission. That's our goal. We do swimming lessons that we provide for, along with the, the life jackets for life through uh, children's water safety awareness. 
uh, we're getting into the schools more. Um, we just we we go out and try and talk to people, talk to youth. You know, last week Darby and and his sister-in-law Nisi were out in the area, different uh, recreations, teaching teaching the kids about water safety awareness and uh, you know very engaged group of kids. So we're just trying to spread spread the word as as best we can. For folks that like to follow the fishing, I know you guys are awfully excited. There's going to be a live leaderboard this year. You'll be able to track whatever fish are caught in the weight from anywhere that you want to be with you know with a phone or laptop or whatever device you got. That's right. So that's something new we have this year. Uh, we'll be posting the link on uh, either tomorrow or Thursday morning, where where you can log on and uh, you know hit the website and follow our live leaderboard, which is going to update every two minutes. So uh, you know whether you're out in the boat fishing or if you're at your house and just want to follow the results, you'll be able to do that. And uh, and also we'll have some, some TV set up under the pavilion that will roll out live leaderboard um, so everybody can see uh, how the competition is going. Brother, I know that, you know, we, we've talked about this before, but, you know, I, I truly believe that you guys have become one of, if not the biggest rodeo on the island in the summer months. Um and this has all happened so fast. Like you would think that a rodeo this size that's going to attract this many people and is going to raise that much money would be around for 15, 20, 30 years. No, you guys are still in your infancy. Uh, just talk about, you know, the support that has been received and, and, you know, how big this thing has grown in such a short amount of time. So, Casey, it starts with a great team. I mean, we have a great team that puts on the rodeo, great rodeo committee, and, and it all stems from our community. You know, they... The community has gotten behind our efforts and our mission, and I think they see that um, we're using our funds correctly to uh, whether it be life rings on the Grand Isle Beach, swimming lessons, uh, awareness in the community. So, But it all starts with a great team, and that's one thing we do have. Corey, it feels like this is going to be the first ever event that you all have that is going to be quasi-normal, and I get that Grand Isle's got some damages and everything, so it's not going to be fully normal but you know the first year you got moved with a storm then you know the battling covid and battling different things this year knock on wood there's not going to be any storm knock on wood there's not going to be any kind of crazy covid spike or anything if we could get clear skies this is going to be as normal of a rodeo as you guys have ever had yeah we won't know what to do with ourselves if it, <laughs> if it turns out that way and we have some some good sunny skies but uh yeah we we've had some um some issues to deal with in the past, but we've overcome it, you know, speaking about our great team that, that we have. And, uh, you know, this year so far, you know, the rodeo's two days away. Um, it's our biggest um, rodeo so far as far as sponsorships go and support from the community. So we, we're ready. We hope to have a, a great turnout, invite, invite everybody down to Grand Isle Friday and Saturday. Come pick a day, you know, come see some fish weighed in at the, uh, at the scales, bring your kids. Um, we're going to have, while supplies last, we'll have some uh, Blue Boot baseballs uh, available for the, the kids to, to bring to the LSU players to sign. So um, we're excited about our event coming up. So just to kind of show, you know, the power of everybody, you know, the sponsors and the team and the community all coming together, roughly, and I, you know, I know you're not going to know the exact amount, but roughly about how much an event like this generates. A lot, <laughs> a lot, but it, it's, uh, it's, you know, we blessed, we blessed to have the support we do 
and uh, I'm getting a text from Darby to remind you about we do have a kid zone. So our kid zone is back up and running 100% this year, which is going to be a nice area for, for you know, this, this rodeo is geared around the children, you know, and um, whether it be, you know, the opportunity to fit them with a, with a live jacket, for them to go out and fish. But, you know, after the fishing winds down and, and you know, the parents are maybe enjoying some music, we have a kid zone with some, some games for the kids to enjoy, and, and uh, that's going to be open throughout the rodeo Friday and Saturday. Bro, tell me about DJ Frozen, man. He's been a part of you all from the beginning. He puts on a show. He goes out. He has a good time. And, heck, he's working hard up there. You know, by the time he's off the stage, he's sweating. And, he's you know, he, he's, he puts on a show, and he puts, provides some really good music for the fans. Oh, man, he's the official DJ of the Blue Boot Rodeo. You know, uh, we love DJ Frozen. You know, he, he's, he's great to us. He, he promotes our, our organization as much as he can. He gets people involved, and he just – he loves to have a good time, and he's never he's never uh, anyone that you have to call and book for the event. He calls you ahead of time and tells you he's going to be there. So we always look forward to, to having him around. I know a couple times ago that we had you on, you said, man, KCR Auction is going to be out of this world. You gave me a couple of items that were going to be up for bids. Can you spoil a couple more for us now that we're two days away? Tell you what, we got a hot item coming in. It's going to be a... Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, um, LSU mixed Joe Burrow signed helmet. Wow! So, uh, so it, it's going to be a one of a kind that we have made. And uh, bring your checkbook if you want to bid on it. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about that. Look, brother, before we let you go, one last thing, and I'm going to give you an open floor. Invite the community to to come out and support. What are some things that they should be considering when they're making the decision what to do this weekend? Look, I just invite everybody in the community to come down, see what we're about, see what kind of family fun-filled event we have um, down in Grand Isle on Friday and Saturday. It's at the uh, Tarpon Pavilion and the Grand Isle Marina. There's a lot for, for all ages. You know, we have great food, drinks, um, entertainment, kids zone, you know, LSU players signing autographs. Uh, it's, it's a great cause. And, you know, I know people hear about us in the community. We invite you, if you haven't attended one of our rodeos, come out and enjoy yourself. Beautiful. And we, we thank KLRZ, you and Truck, for all the support that y'all give us throughout the year. Our pleasure, buddy. Look, we thank you so much for the time. We'll see you this weekend, okay? All right. Thank you, man. Yep. That is Corey Hebert doing a wonderful job with the Blue Boot Rodeo. We hope that this doggone rain washes out. We're able to catch some big fish. Either way, they're going to do an amazing job. Um I've said this many times, and it's going to sound like a broken record to the people who listen to the show regularly. The work that they have done in a short amount of time to get that thing rolling into a huge event, like a huge event, uh, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. And I know that, you know, Corey said it best. They formed a great team, and the way that they are putting together events and giving our community something to look forward to every summer is amazing, but I, 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 you know, just understand, folks, that when you're going to this, understand the cause. We're raising funds and awareness for drowning prevention. We're trying to protect and save lives. Uh, you know, while it'll be great, go out, have fun, you know, have a couple drinks and play games and play bingo and everything like that. Just got to always remember, you know, why we're there. And then we're trying to keep people safe and understand and promote the dangers of being in the water and educate folks on how to protect themselves when they're in the water 
uh, Corey and Darby and Nicole and all that that folk, you know, those folks there. They've done an unbelievable job. They have saved who knows how many lives at this point. We know of you know dozens, but you know there are so many others that may have been saved that we don't know about because of the life rings and the education and all the different things that they provide. It's an amazing, amazing thing. Let's catch a break when we get back. We're going to go to Henry Latin of Central LaFouche Boys Basketball. will be on the show. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The music on the bayou, the rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving LaFouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592. In Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at viscom.net. Friend Building Materials is inviting you to our 7th Annual Fishing Rodeo, Friday, August 19th, and Saturday, August 20th, in the same spot as always, Bridgeside Marina in Grand Isle. Scales will open Friday with a cornhole tournament at 6 p.m. Saturday's festivities include minnow races for the kids, auctions, door prizes, and more, and we'll have gator coolers for first, second, and third place in each category. This year's benefactors are the Center in Cutoff and Bridge to Independence at Nickel State University. Check out our Facebook page for more details. See y'all there. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We thank Corey Abear with the Blue Boot Rodeo for his time in the last segment of the show. Now we go to the phone lines and we have Central LaFouche Boys basketball coach, Coach Henry Latin on the line. Coach, good afternoon, pal. How are you, man? I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you doing today? We're doing fine, brother. Um, you guys are just finishing a busy summer where you played a bunch, a bunch of games, got a lot, a lot of work in. Talk about your summer as a whole. What did you like? What did you didn't like about the, you know, the last month or so for your team? Uh Busy, busy summer. We uh, played some really good, some really stiff competition. Uh, definitely showed the development and the growth of our kids. Uh, still got a long way to go. We still got a lot of work to do, to, to do but you could definitely see, uh, you know, a lot of our defense, a lot of our help side, and just ball movement and uh, shot selection. Our shot selection got, got man, it's got a, got a lot better, definitely. Very good. And, Coach, you know, talk about 
uh, the growth in these guys, man, because, look, I told you early in the summer, your kids look bigger, they look stronger, and then more important than that, they're playing with their head up more. And what I mean by that is I don't mean physically. I mean, like, you could see when something bad happens in a game, they're not hanging their head, they're not worried about it, just going on to the next play. They're playing with more confidence and a little more self-esteem, and it's visible to me, so I know it's got to be visible to you too. Well, definitely. I think they're starting to understand or they've grasped the concept of criticism versus versus being put down. You know, uh, you know, a lot of our kids come from a from a, a, a pat on the back type environment where everything they do, you know, they kind of get a reward. It's a reward base. You know, I just you know I don't come from that and I don't coach that way. I'm more of a look. This is my expectation of you. When you're not meet, meeting it. You know, I'm, I'm going to let you know. So I think there was a gap within that, you know, coming from, you know, every time you do something in my eyes that you're supposed to do, you know, I didn't I, I didn't really get treats and, and, and rewards for A's and things like that. You know, I was supposed to get an A. So I kind of coached the same way. You know, you got certain things that I need you to do. Your reward is going to come later on from success. But, you know, the kids winning is the, is the case of, you know, immediate success, that, that immediate gratification is from doing your job. So there's a little bit of a gap there, but it definitely got closer, a lot closer, smaller. Yeah, no doubt about that, Coach. So talk about what July looks like. I know for some teams it's a little more quiet, maybe a little more time in the weight room, a little more time on the practice floor. What are you guys planning to do in the next month? Uh, we gave them about, about, a, about, they got about a 12-day window to relax and kind of do things with their family. And towards the end of this month, about the 17th of the Sunday, the 18th, that Monday, I hope to get them in that weight room uh, the two weeks before before school start. And then I would like for us to lift weights and, and do cardio really all the way through October. So once that ball starts bouncing again, we can uh, go straight to just shooting and basketball stuff. But I, I like to get our, our cardio, our endurance, uh you know, we can still work on our basketball IQ. And I think one of the biggest things we did was we had a, a huge influx of our incoming freshmen. We had 17 freshmen participate with us this summer. So I think that's definitely a huge shot in the arm for our program because we were able to get those kids on campus early. That goes along the lines of the next question I was going to ask you, so it's a great segue, is that you guys have a ton of kids in your program. Were you able to retain all of them throughout the summer? And, you know, if so – you know, having a bunch of bunch of numbers like that, I'm sure that'll create competition in practice and everything of the sort. It'll make everybody better. Yeah, I tell you what, it was amazing to see those kids show up every time. Like every 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 practice, every time we did something, I, I had parents reaching out. Hey, coach, what time we go today? Uh, they will communicate with them, you know amongst each other. I mean, that's that's man. I, I can't tell you how good that feels to go from. You know, hoping the kid come to practice to 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 having to have two or three practices because you have too many kids or uh, so many kids. But uh, you know, coming from where I come from, you know, we had three, we had forty five kids in our program when I when I learned the coach at saying, oh yeah, three separate teams. So I'm just kind of doing what I'm I'm used to doing, and I've got two excellent assistant coaches in uh, Coach Allen and Coach Coach Gage. So I mean, it's just falling in line pretty much from what I what I tried to the expect, expectations I set out when I returned to Central LaFouche. Very good. Look, I had Coach Tora Danos on last week. She's the girls coach there, and she was talking about, you know, 
the pride in in the school and she feels like you know maybe it was a little bit lacking but now it's starting to come back and one of the things she referenced coach was you know after they won summer league last week you know she said hey you know i got coach latin who's shouting us out on facebook for winning summer league and you know like everybody in the community is happy for us and I feel like there's a little bit of that camaraderie coming back, man. And I did see the post, and you, you're fired up for the ladies. And, you know, she said that whenever you all have a big accomplish, accomplishment, she's going to be right there pulling for you all and, like, building a little bit of a basketball family out there. It's great to see. Definitely. You know, Caroline Loop and, and those girls and, you know, her mom is Jill. You know, it's good to see those kids have successes. But I, I like when all the kids at the school from the – you know, we got one of the best bands there is. You know, I, I, I sit and talk to him about how did he form his program and, and you know, Mr. Martin, how did he get the, to the level of success that they have. So, you know, I know we are sports-based, but there's a lot of other W's coming along in that school right now. And it's it's just a trickle-down effect, you know. You hold your head up high. And what, what, what community don't want something to embrace, you know, after Ida and all the things that we've gone on? What, what community doesn't want to embrace winning, especially with their own kids. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. That, that's natural. No doubt about that, brother. Look, um, you guys were brutally young last year, but you're still not senior heavy this year. You're, you just were playing a bunch of sophomores last year who are now going to be juniors. So you still got your core for the next several seasons, man. That's got to be, you know, a, a luxury that you're enjoying as the coach. Yeah, we got to, you know, our core guys are back. We're not, we're not big, but, like, we play some big – went out and competed against McMain without, uh, you know, we didn't have Evan Griffin. Evan messed, with, messed up his arm a bit, and uh, Jaden Battles had a church function. So, you know, pretty much two starters we went into the big tournament without. And uh, we were up on McMain by five points in the second half, but, you know, that, that, that group of kids and their talent level have a lot of composure, and it, it taught us something, that we can compete. We're not real big. But we have to hold each other accountable, and everybody got to be able to do their job. And playing in those type of tournaments reiterates the importance for us that we can't rely on talent. Talent's not our thing. You know, we got to rely on toughness and, and, and playing kind of mistake-free basketball in order to be in those games. But we in those games. You know, we won a lot of games this summer. Yeah, no doubt. Look, man, this past season, the local 5A district – was maybe a little bit lacking. You know, there were some teams that were kind of <clears throat> struggling. A bunch of teams missed the postseason. I've seen you guys play over the summer. I think you're going to be head and shoulders better. I've seen Tony and them play over the summer. They're going to be improved. Andrew got transfer players and, you know, new guys. He thinks they're going to be very solid. The River teams, I've spoken to the Hanville coaches. They're going to be solid again. Destran, East St. John, that's athletes for days. You know they're going to be tough. You know, uh, Coach Williams over at Terrible, and they're going to be like, what I'm getting at is it's going to be a fight. Everybody's going to have something this coming year. Hey, I'll tell you what. You On a Tuesday night or, or Friday night, that'll be in somebody's gym because they got some they got some, some basketball on this bayou, man. I watch HL Bourgeois. Man, they're not the biggest group. But, man, when I tell you, man, they, I, man those kids get after it. I watch them be handing. And Hannon has a very good team. and But those guys, like you say, you know, they, they kept swinging. They kept coming. They were down. And, you know, Coach Drew, Coach Drew, don't, he, don't let, <laughs> he don't let up on them at all. And then you got over, over at Terrebonne, Coach D. Williams. You know, he had some low moments. But, you know, he, he's a good guy. He loved those kids. He worked hard. And, hey, Terrebonne's going to be, man, Terrebonne's going to be tough. I'm, watch out for Terrebonne. 
I'm telling you now, they're going to be tough. Yeah, no doubt about that, brother. So, you know, hey, look, let's talk a little bit of stuff. Not outside of the basketball room right now. You had a good 4th of July, bro. You you, you limited out on the on the boat, man. Talk about your fishing endeavors, bro. Yeah, me and, me and the father-in-law went went down over the, uh, to do, do like do large area, and uh, we fished the Lake Michon Sister Lake area, and I, I kind of explored a new little bit of an area that my father-in-law, Father uh, Roy Landry, he took me up there. And uh, hey, I tell you what, he, he, I don't know if he's gonna fish with me again because I put I put the banking <laughs> on him. This time, man. <laughs> Very good. Look, man, I know that you said <laughs> you said in the past that you keep a group chat with your guys and y'all talk about you know like NBA Finals games or whatever it is that's going on. Have you been paying attention to free agency much, man? What do you make <clears throat> What do you make of all this mess with Kyrie and Kevin Durant and all this madness that's going on? It's crazy. You know, I watch the people talk about the Kevin Durant coming to New Orleans and things like that. And I guess I, I could kind of just refer to it, I, I think, back with my guys. Yeah, we took our beating as freshmen and sophomores. But when you keep a core group and, and, and it goes back to the culture of your program, the culture. Look at Golden State. Golden State and Kevin Durant went there. He didn't create a culture. Kevin Durant went to Golden State, and he became a part of a culture that was already established. And that's what happened in Brooklyn. They weren't able to establish a culture, so they jump and ship. Man, I mean, you have to be able to – I'm not saying don't go to free agency. Or don't make, it's not about money with these guys. It's not about money. These guys got more money than you and I ever shake a stick at. So at some point, it has to be about culture, and that's what I, I like about what the Pelicans are doing right now, and I pray to God – that they don't go get a Kevin Durant. Keep what you have, and especially in a small market or a central look bush or somewhere like that, I think the most important thing, and the Saints proved it, have people that want to be there. Drew Brees wanted to be in New Orleans. Those guys wanted to be here. So I think that just goes a long way when you have a pride for it, when you have a pride and you put on that CL or the South look bush. That, that weighs a little bit, and I think that's what's missing right now in the NBA with a lot of those teams, but it can bless the Pelicans coming up because those cats that are here, they want to be here, even the coach. You know, Willie Green doing a great job. they building their own culture. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Look, man, I'm telling you, look out for my 76ers, bro. Harden's taking less money. They get P.J. Tucker in. That's a dog. They get – Daniel House adding a little athleticism. I think my Philly boys are going to be ready to roll now. You're right. You know, if it, if Harden go ahead on and take that step back and get in shape, because physically yes. he wasn't. Yes. He wasn't in shape last year because he thought, again, that he was, wouldn't be the dominant player and the scorer in the, in where he was at, where he wound up being. But it's going to be an interesting approach. I just I wish those guys were kind of let us cheer for a team. You know, Clyde Drexler played with, with Portland for a long time. Sean Kemp never left Seattle, man. I mean, I know it's new and it's new time, but it's hard to actually root for those guys. Yeah, no doubt about it, brother. Look, man, we thank you so much for the time. We'll chat again soon. Keep up the good work and save a couple fish for me, man. All right, I just cleaned them, <laughs> putting them on the grill for the wife tonight, buddy. <laughs> Take care, man. Enjoy. All right. That is Coach Henry Latin with Central Lafouche doing an excellent job. They're going to be good, man. I'm telling you. I keep saying it, and people are, you know, kind of, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. I'm telling you, they've got athletes. They are going to be solid. Now, the, the issue and the challenge is this, and, and Coach Latin and I talked about it during the segment. Everybody else is going to be good, too, which is going to cause issues. But 
um, you know, they're they're going to have a lot of talent. They're going to have a lot of athleticism. They're going to be very fun to watch. It's play by play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. It's Tuesday. It's time for our Terrebonne General Tuesday with Stan Gravois out of this break on KLEB. When your blood pressure is high and your amperage is low, have your batteries charged here and watch yourself go on the Rage and Cajun, 1600 AM and 102.7 FM. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. Yep, it's that time of year, Blue Boot Rodeo, July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. This rodeo is to promote water safety and drowning prevention. This year's activities for the rodeo on Friday, we have DJ Frozen. We also have a cornhole tournament, followed by Sharks in December. Saturday, we have Bingo and Mimosas, DJ Frozen again. Rough and Ready, we have our awards, a live auction. And closing it out, we have Junior Lacrosse from 8 to 11. That's the Blue Boot Rodeo coming this July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Welcome back to Play-By-Play on KLEB. We thank Corey Abair for his time earlier in the show. We thank Henry Latin for his time in the last segment of the show. And now we go to one of our regulars. It's Tuesday, even though it's the first show of the week with the 4th of July holiday. It is Terrebonne General Tuesday, so we welcome Stan Gravar, our good buddy, onto the show today. Stan, happy late 4th of July. Hope your holiday was great. How's it going today, man? It was. It was good yesterday, and we actually didn't get any rain, or at least in my neighborhood we didn't get any rain. Everything went well, and I got a got a round of golf in yesterday morning. So uh, it's a great 4th of July when you get to play a little golf. Yeah, no doubt about that. That does sound a lot like a lot of fun, man. Um, let's talk about this. I know you guys are, are off of your Hall of Fame ceremony. 
uh, which means you know for you all of y'all stay busy is just on to the next great thing promoting local sports. What's next, man? What's the next thing we should be on the lookout for over at the hospital? Uh, well, you know, we're getting ready for the school to start, obviously, and uh, July is uh, that month of reprieve a little bit. It's that month where you sort of take things easy, but towards the end of the month, you get geared up again, and we have concussion sessions going, excuse me, CPR, concussion, first aid, and AED sessions going on for all of our schools in Terrebonne Parish. That is going to start in about two weeks, and uh, we got each of the schools coming in with their feeder schools. That would be all of the coaches, physical education teachers, sponsors of uh, events like band, like the dance teams, like the cheerleading squads. So uh, we get a two-week sort of little vacation right here, and then we get after it again, and then uh, school starts. And one extra added thing I, I have on my plate, at least, I know there are some other people who are really getting after this, too. Terrebonne Parish is celebrating its 200 years of existence. It was uh, wow. developed in 1822, and now, obviously, we're sitting around in 2022. And each month, they highlight a, a specific genre or a specific discipline. And uh, it's going through things like commerce. It's going through things like the military, through travel. Well, the month of October... Uh, we are going to take a look back at sports in Terrebonne Parish since 1822. And uh, that is something that I don't know if I was real smart when I said yes to this, but I sort of headed up that committee to do this. So I'm trying to gather information related to what our high schools have done, what some of our athletes in the area have done on the pro level, what teams we've had in Terrebonne Parish that whether it be high school uh, or pro level, uh, what they've done, how much success they've had. So it's a, it's kind of fun. It's 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 an interesting history lesson as I'm doing it. Uh, but it's also once you start pulling at that thread, it seems like that sweater never ends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you start going down a rabbit hole, as you and I often talk about. And uh, I've been going down some rabbit holes for the last couple of days and reading things. But it is very interesting, and I hope we could pull this all together. Our actual presentation is going to be on October 26th in the Civic Center, and uh, we hope to have like a little documentary-type video to accompany everything. So uh, that that's big, and that's down the line. We just have to get through football season first, right? Yeah, no doubt about that, my friend. And look, I, you know, this is completely uh, off the beaten path of what I expected to ask you about in this interview, but I'm sure – one of the things that you're going to be encompassing in your presentation about the history of local sports is a lot of folks don't realize there was a minor league baseball league like in our region. Homa had a team, and you know there are a lot of other teams from around the Bayou area. I'm sure that'll be a big factor in that because I know that, boy, back in the day, that was a big, big deal. Huge, man. The uh, Evangeline League. Yep. You know, and the Evangeline League sent a lot of guys to go on and play Major League Baseball this was in the late 40s after World War II, and we had the Indians right here in Homa. And there were a couple of other teams, obviously, dotted throughout South Louisiana with Thibodeau having a team. Thibodeau was called the Giants. Uh, obviously, I just mentioned Homa was called the Indians. And as you strung out towards the Lafayette area, you had teams everywhere. Uh, obviously, Alexandria had a team. And it's interesting to know that there are people who still live in our area who came here because of the Homa Indians. Yep. They were playing for the Indians, and they just decided to stay in the Terrebonne-Lafouche Parish area 
And it was intriguing to know some of these people that I know that were not from here who are here now because of it. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun to talk about that. <laughs> Another interesting thing, and this is going to be detailed a little bit more, is, is I, I know a lot of people who watch your movies like Eight Men Out and, you know, those movies that related to the, uh, to the black eye in Major League Baseball back in the teens, I think it was, with the, uh, with the White Sox. Uh, we had that same problem here in Homa. As a matter of fact, Homa, in I think it was 47, made it to the World Series of the Evangeline League and then was found to be cheating as players on the team were betting on the games and they had to forfeit their title. So it, 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 it's sort of a microcosm of the big picture of Major League Baseball, but there were a lot of guys in this area who came in from out of town and there was a lot of betting going on on games back at that time. So it's really fun. The other thing is, is that there was a huge, and a lot of people won't realize this, there was a huge baseball field on what is now Williams Boulevard here in Homa. And it was the American Legion field is what they called it. But you talk about one of those stoic baseball parks, Casey. It had grandstands. It was made of wood, but it had grandstands, and it kind of looks like the old, you know, like polo grounds in, in New York. It was huge. And unfortunately, in the mid to late 50s, it burned because it was all wood and it was kind of tragic. But I wish we did have those kind of places like that. I know Alexandria still has their old ballpark there. Crowley still has an old ballpark there. But we lost ours to a fire in the late 50s. But we really had some some very impressive things in our area that we hope we could kind of bring back to light in this 200-year celebration. Yeah, very awesome. So... Look, man, let's talk a little bit of LSU football here. It was a big recruiting weekend for the Tigers. They hosted players from all around the country, and it has paid dividends. They have gotten commitments from four players in the last four days, uh, five players in the last four days, including several defensive linemen who are four-star uh, four players. Um, you know, Brian Kelly is prioritizing, and he, he said whenever he took the job, hey, look, we got to get better numbers at the line of scrimmage. LSU's looking to maybe in his first full recruiting class sign seven, eight, nine defensive linemen, which is great to see because you and I both know, and we talk about this on Saturdays all the time, if you win at the point of attack, especially with the athletes that Louisiana produces on the edges, if you're able to win at the point of attack, you're going to be able to do a lot of really good stuff. Yep, I agree. Uh, you listen, especially the defensive line, right? That's Everything. That's why the SEC has gotten to the point it's gotten to. It's got defensive linemen who can run like running backs in other conferences. I mean, they just get to the ball. And so I agree that if you're going to get to the next level, you have to sort of stockpile in those areas. And obviously, Brian Kelly knows that, too. I guess the one little damper on all of this is is, is not getting some of those better football players from Louisiana this particular year. I don't know if that's a long-term thing, to be quite honest with you. And I know I even said when we were talking on the sports corner that maybe kids in Louisiana don't look at LSU like we used to look at LSU growing up, where it was our flagship university. And, we, you know, purple and gold was something that you just believed in and it's what you wanted to do. And now the world has kind of shrunk a little bit to where, you know, to go to Texas or to go even to the West Coast or the East Coast is not a hard thing to do anymore. Because we, we kind of can, you know, between FaceTiming and between getting on a plane and going there quickly, that's what some kids are doing. We might have to maybe relegate ourselves to understand that LSU is going to have to go 
across the country to get some of those guys. And I can't think of a better guy than Brian Kelly to go out and get those guys. I, I am one of those older guys who does like to go down the LSU roster or any of our state schools, for that matter, and I love to see the Louisiana kid. And obviously, as an ex-high school coach, I love to see what schools they came from and how they're doing and stuff. But, but the fact is, is Brian Kelly is not going to get paid ultimately or keep his job ultimately by keeping all Louisiana kids and losing, right? So he's going to go out and get the guys that he can to win, and I get it. But, but you know, truly, deep down inside, I would hope that it could happen with Louisiana kids. And I think this might be a little bit of an off year to get those guys going and into the future. I think you will. And, and quite honestly, if this is a year where you didn't get them, He's doing a pretty doggone good job of going get the best that's out there that's not from Louisiana, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and you look, I spoke with Marlon Favorite about this exact topic on Friday when I was co-hosting the Sports Hangover, and he said, hey, look, Louisiana's going to be a little bit slow this year, and then he explained the reason why, and it makes sense. These guys have been being recruited since they're ninth graders by Ed Ogeron. So now they're learning a new guy and you know, learning the, the ropes, and you notice a lot of the guys that LSU's been getting commitments from, okay, Minnesota, uh, St. Louis, Missouri, Baltimore, Maryland, Indianapolis, Indiana. Those are guys, guess what, that Brian Kelly's been recruiting since their ninth graders over at Notre Dame. So it kind of makes sense when you look at it that way. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, t- I would totally agree with that. Uh, again, it's not a day and age where I think you necessarily grow up being purple and gold with everything. And, and we knew Arch Manning wasn't going to LSU, right? The kid yeah. from Westgate, that's a little troubling. You know, you would hope that that would be in his thought process, you know, to stay home. But I also get that if you are from home, you know, the Osbury kids, you, you, you're sitting there on that campus your entire life and you want to try something different. I'll be honest with you. When I was in school, I, I, I love Nichols. I think we need to support Nichols to the ultimate degree. And this may even have been your case too, Casey. I, just, I wanted to kind of get away. I, I don't know that I wanted to go super far or anything, so I just went over to Lafayette and had a great time. But that being said, I understand it. I get it. I'm not, I'm not mad at these kids for it. But even in baseball, you know, there was one year LSU won a national title in baseball. I can't remember if it was like 09 or whenever that one was with uh, Maneri. And I'm going down the roster, and I'm going, well, what, there's no Louisiana kids on this. This is kind of a bummer. And then I looked at some of the other kids who were in the World Series that year that had as many Louisiana kids on it. So, that you know, it, it's just like the two Mississippi schools winning the last two World Series. That bothers me. I want, <laughs> I, want it to be our, I want it to be our state, right? I want it to be our Louisiana kids. So that's, that's the only little damper on this, but you're right. Brian Kelly getting those guys that have been sort of on his radar for a long time. I get it. The, the one caveat in all of this is, is how are you going to handle the NIL and the portal going forward? And that certainly makes college football different. Let's talk a little bit of NBA for just a second, because there's all this madness, man, of, you know, Kevin Durant wants out and Kyrie Irving wants out and, you know, the asking price for Durant is supposedly an all-star and then a historic haul of draft picks and to the point to where I don't think that they're going to be able to meet the price. I think he's going to have to stay in Brooklyn. And there's whispers about the Lakers and what they might do. And, you know, kind of this kind of realization happened to me over the weekend, and, and I'll ask you this now. I don't know that it's good for the NBA, stand that the most exciting part of the NBA season 
is when games aren't being played. <laughs> this is the most exciting time of the year, and it's just you know keeping track of the soap opera. And then I think that it's actually a step down whenever the actual season starts. I don't know that that's good for the league as a whole. What's that old adage? There is no bad press, or there is no no bad uh, advertisement. Uh, whatever comes across is uh, good if your name's out there. Maybe that is what the NBA is thinking right now. I, I sort of agree with you because I'm not as vested in the NBA during the season, except for the Pelicans, as I am now, kind of listening to all of this stuff going on. And you swear that you're going to stay back and not jump in the conversation whenever friends are talking about it, but then you get so worked up that you have to add your two cents. I would, I, part of me thinks the NBA does this and they, these things are getting out there just so that they stay relevant in the conversations. Uh, we'll see. But, boy, I tell you what, it's the same players every year. You know, it's the same, it's the same kind of cast that you got. It's always, you know, Kevin Durant is, is not particularly happy with where he's at. He wants to move on. And Kyrie Irving, borderline a little bit, uh, I don't want to call him crazy, but he's different for sure. And it's sort of those guys. But the fact is, is they're the players in the league, and they're going to make things happen. And uh, we're going to listen, and we're going to be, <laughs> and we could say everything we want about it, and we can say we don't, you know, this guy, that guy. When they become a member of your team, you throw out all of that, right? You become an instant fan of that particular person. So let's see what's going to happen. It's going to be interesting what's going to happen in the NBA over the next few months. Okay, and, and I agree a thousand percent with what you just said because I'm guilty of it, right? When James Harden got traded to the Nets. I had to just suck up the fact that I'm not a fan of Durant and Kyrie and I had to tolerate them for a year and a half or however long that it lasted. Um, Henry Latin said in the last segment of the show, I'm going to ask you this. He said, man, you know, not so many words, you know, to hell with Kevin Durant. Let's roll it back with what we got. You know, it always means more when you have a core group that wants to be there and whatever it may be. And he likened it to his own team of that. Hey, we've got this group. We've started them as ninth graders. We're building it up. It's going to mean so much more when they're seniors. And I agree with what he's saying. Uh, to an extent, would would it matter more? Would it feel better if the Pelicans got to the pinnacle with McCollum and Zion and Ingram as opposed to if they bought Kevin Durant and brought him in and ended up winning? Like, as a fan, I know both would feel good, but if they want it artificially, it would feel a little bit better, wouldn't it? Yeah, listen, the fact is is that if Kevin Durant or I don't care who, if Michael Jordan came out of retirement and said, man, I want to play in New Orleans. I want to help that franchise to a championship. Come on, New Orleans, let's go. We're going to put you all on our back and let's roll. I would be on board, man, 100%. If it was a situation where they said, Kevin Durant, you don't have a choice. you got to go to New Orleans. You want it out of the Nets, which is not going to be the case, right? But I'm just hypothetically saying if he was told, hey, you got to go play in New Orleans or you don't play, and he says, okay, I'll go down there. It's not exactly where I wanted to go, but let's go see what we can do. Then I'm sort of with, you know, Coach said. I'm, 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 I'm like, okay, look, man, I'm going to go with what we had. Don't, I don't want anybody who doesn't want to be here. Now, if Kevin Durant didn't want to be here but publicly said all the right things and did all of the right things, I think I could still be okay with that. I could still be – we all want a winner. We all, and you're playing within the rules, right? I mean, I mean, that's what the Lakers did a couple of years ago. when They, they played within the rules. I'm not mad at them from that. I'm just mad at them, right? Yeah. 
So I think, uh, yeah, in New Orleans, it's a little bit different. It's hometown. It's, you know, there are quarterbacks out there, you know, to equate it to the Saints. There are quarterbacks out there that I dislike personally that I would hope wouldn't be Saints quarterbacks. But if they came in and they led us to the Super Bowl, you know, I'd I'd be that person sitting on the 50-yard line watching them, spending all that money. So, yeah, I think we all want our hometown team to win. And if people came here for the right reasons to do it, even if it wasn't their right right reason publicly, they just sort of kept their mouth shut, I'd be okay with it. I think Chris Paul handled it well when he left New Orleans. Sure. I I don't think Anthony Davis did, right? So I have a respect for Chris Paul that I don't know that I could ever get back for an Anthony Davis. And I'm going to tell you right now, and now we're looking at Zion, and let's see where that train goes because that's going to be an interesting of what we're going to think of him when it's all said and done. Stan, before we let you go, brother, the big – not the Big 12, the Pac-12 is dead. There are four (laughs) schools from the Pac-12 that are reportedly being courted to join the Big 12. Of course, this is uh, after the news comes out that USC and UCLA are going to the Big 10 – so now four others are being courted by the Big 12. That West Coast Conference is adios amigo. They are going to be no more here very shortly. This thing continues to evolve, and it's like a soap opera, man. Every day somebody's kissing somebody else and being courted to another league. I agree. The one thing that I will take back from just this past Saturday and talking, and when we were talking, I was thinking there would be two just major powerhouse conferences in football, right? That was going to be it. And collegiate sports was going to become professional. That's it. Two big ones, right? Kind of like the AFC and the NFC in football or the American League and the National League in baseball. That was it. I've changed my mind on that simply because I don't know that you can have just two. I think on the collegiate level, you have to have, not have to have, but I think there's room for three major conferences. And I don't know if that even works. It's probably better to have an even number and have four because there are a lot of really top-notch ACC schools. And if you take those ACC schools that are top-notch and you sort of throw out the, you know, the lower-end ACC schools and you throw out the lower-end Big 12 schools, you still have some really, really good in all sports teams out there and and uh, th- there's one team out there that fascinates me or i should say one school and that's stanford man i i would i would love the sec can't pick up stanford nor would stanford probably ever want to play <laughs> in the sec but that being said i just think that that from an olympic sport point of view you're gonna rack up all of those sports that nobody talks about too much those national championships because that's what stanford does and i was I was curious to know why USC and UCLA without a Stanford, you know. So, anyway, yeah, it's going to be real interesting. And I think we're, this is all revolving around the portal and NIL deals. I think everything is making the haves be the have-mores, and they have not, not necessarily not having as much, but they're going to be your true college sports by the time it's all done and said. No doubt. Uh, Stan, thank you so much for the time. Can't wait for Saturday. By the time we get to Saturday, there are going to be probably another 20 schools that are going to have moved, so we'll be able to keep the conversation rolling. <laughs> I agree 100%. Thanks, Casey. Have a great day, brother. There's Stan Gravel doing a great job, as always, giving us the latest. And 
Boy, that project of, you know, tracking the local sports history, that that's going to be fun. And I know, you know, Stan doesn't take on a job that he's not going to do to a very high level. He's going to do it right if he's going to do it at all. And I can't wait to see what they come up with. That's going to be a lot of fun. Let's catch a break on play-by-play when we get back. Weekend W's and L's. There have a lot of things happening over the weekend. We'll recap it all in the next segment of the show on KLEB. Shrimp boats is a common. Since 1948, that's 74 years, Hilaria Brothers has been in the commercial fishing and shrimping supply business, stocking large selections of 12-volt electrical and hydraulic single and double drum winches and hydraulic motors with brakes, beltless clutches, and pumps with brackets. They also carry hydraulic stainless steel skimmer winches, hydraulic valves, and hydraulic steering for up to 65-foot boats. Also a huge assortment of crab traps and crab trap wire, stocking nylon plastic and knotless webbing. You heard about that new webbing, Platina, Knotless Dyneme, Alara Brothers also stocks shark tail netting that's reinforced with stainless steel wire. They stock four different sizes of galvanized stabilizers, also stocking a large variety of fiberglass cloth, including resin gel coat and other supplies needed for fiberglassing. Lost an anchor? Alario Brothers stocks anchors from 5 pounds to 100 pounds. Visit Alario Brothers before the season begins. That's Alario Brothers, 894 Avenue A, West Wego, online at alariobros.com. A grade C is just average. A grade B, better. But an A? An A is excellent. And an A is what Thibodeau Regional earned for patient safety from the LeapFrog Group, a leading healthcare quality and safety organization. This A in patient safety is yet another confirmation of Thibodeau Regional's commitment to providing patients with the highest quality, safest care. The other day, someone said they saw a roach the size of a nutria down around Cutoff. I don't know about that, but nasty pests like roaches, termites, ants, and spiders are running wild up and down the bayou. If you got bug problems, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They'll be there in a jiffy to protect your home or business. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here to get rid of bugs any size. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Your life is mobile. So is your bank. As a state bank and trust company account holder, you can check your balances, view transactions, transfer funds, and pay bills anywhere or anytime with state bank and trust companies' online banking or mobility app. Call or stop by any state bank and trust location for all the details. State bank and trust company. Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. Welcome back to Play by Play on KLEB. We had three good guests today, Corey Bear. Henry Latin and Stan Grava, we thank them all so much for their time. Thanks to everybody for listening, man. It has been a good show so far. Let's get our weekend W's and L's, shall we? Our first weekend W 
It's got to go to LSU football, right? I mean, you're getting commitments from guys all over the country. You get four commitments in, or five commitments in four days. You get defensive linemen, four star, three three four star defensive linemen. Um, give you your commitments. You go from like the 40th recruiting class in the in the next uh, cycle to like the 13th in the country. Brian Kelly is showing that he could recruit at an SEC level. You know, that's the first challenge was can you maintain the level of talent necessary to win at the highest level? The next challenge is going to be with SEC level talent, can you win at the highest level? I don't think the football part of it is going to be an issue. I think that he's going to be able to win at LSU. Uh, he won at Notre Dame, right? And I, I hear everybody, oh, you know, he he won at Notre Dame and then he lost when, you know, the chips were on the table. When during his time at Notre Dame that they made the playoffs, when did he play a playoff game that he had the best team in the game that they were playing? The answer is never. <laughs> they were always, you know, 14-point underdogs and, you know, it's one thing when you're an SEC school and you, you're Alabama or you're LSU or you're Auburn or you're Georgia or whatever it may be, you could sign anybody. Four or five-star dudes, you could get anybody. At Notre Dame, you can't. You got to sign smart dudes. Not to say that the guys at LSU and Alabama are getting aren't smart dudes, but you got to sign dudes that are you know scoring extremely high on the ACTs and having very high GPAs. And look, man, you put those restrictions on the school – it's going to limit what they could get. Notre Dame was playing with less talented teams. It was a miracle that they were even able to make the college football playoff the handful of times that they did. With the highest level of talent in the country, Brian Kelly is going to soar at LSU, and I truly believe that. They get a W. And L is going to go to Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is out kicking his coverage right now in the NBA. He is trying to leave the Brooklyn Nets. Demanding out. The Nets are wanting a historic trade package for him and rightfully so he's a great player. Bro, just stay in Brooklyn. <laughs> They've got Kyrie Irving, Seth Curry, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, Nicholas Claxton, Royce O'Neal, TJ Warren, Joe Harris, Patty Mills, Cam Thomas. Those are 10 legitimate NBA players. Any situation that you go to is likely not going to be as good as the situation that you're leaving. All right, let's say he gets traded to Miami, and Miami has to give up everything but Jimmy Butler to get him. How the hell is that team better than what you got right now in Brooklyn? Let's say he goes to Phoenix, and they have to give up Devin Booker to get him. How's that any better than what you have right now in Brooklyn? <laughs> it's always something with this dude, man. Like, he cannot... They, like. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving have this weird complex about them, and that's why they're two peas in the pot and they wanted to play together so badly. They have this weird inferiority complex. They're always chasing something more. And I think that what they both don't understand is that their best situation right now is their current situation in Brooklyn. If they don't like Steve Nash, and hey, there's not a whole lot to like. I don't think he's a very good basketball coach. I was whining and crying about that the whole time Harden was in Brooklyn. If they don't like Steve Nash, get rid of him. Get a new coach in there and then run it back. That's the best option for everybody involved. Weekend W goes to the USFL. The USFL had uh, the completion of its inaugural season this past weekend. I'm not a big, you know, secondary league guy. 
I don't watch a whole lot. Like, I never watched a whole lot of the XFL and what was it, the Alliance of Football League or United, whatever it was. But I actually thought that the USFL did a good job. It was pretty exciting, and, you know, there was some good talent on the field. And I I thought that they're going to have another year. It was great, and it was great to see. And, you know, they finished their year with a thrilling championship game, and so kudos to them. That was a lot of fun to see they get a weekend W. Weekend L goes to the PGA Tour. Again, giving an L to the PGA Tour, it's an unpopular opinion, bro, but I don't care. The Live Golf Tour had a better field than them this past week. PGA Tour had the John Deere Classic. None of the best players in the world were out there. Live Golf Tour played out in Portland and had several of the best players in the world. This thing's only growing. Paul Casey, the the latest defector, he's a top 30 player in the world. Before long, we're going to look down at the sheet of paper and see Liv's got more top 50 guys than the PGA does. That day's coming. You know why it's coming? Because the Live Golf guy, Brendan Grace, who won in Portland, earned $4.4 million this past week. It takes guys an entire year on the PGA Tour to earn that. As long as Liv's handing out that money, guys are going to be going on over to the next level. Weekend W goes to tennis fans as a whole because, boy, Wimbledon's going to be a fight for the finish. We've got a star-studded Wimbledon field. Novak Djokovic rallied from two sets down and won today over at Roland Garros at Great Britain. Rafael Nadal is still in the field. We have got a star-studded finish coming up over at Wimbledon. Cannot wait to see how that shakes itself out. Weekend L is going to go to the San Antonio Spurs. I don't understand what the Spurs are doing. They trade DeJounte Murray to the Hawks. Maybe maybe this will work out. Maybe I'm giving them an L and they don't deserve one. But you're a franchise that is used to winning championships, is used to being contention. They're going to be the worst team in the NBA this coming season. And they still got Greg Popovich on board. So that's a little puzzling. Like, you're going to have a retiring Greg Popovich. <clears throat> Excuse me. Allergies. You guys know how it works here on the show. A retiring Greg Popovich who's going to go 15-67 and 67 in his last season as a coach. That's weird. That's so weird. I don't know what they're doing, and I wish that they would be building a more competitive roster because, man, they're just tearing things down, and it's not a pretty look. Weekend W goes to the Big Ten. They gain, of course, USC and UCLA. Weekend L goes to fans of college sports because this thing is spinning and spiraling. No one knows who's in what conference anymore. It's a big old fat mess, and if you like college athletics in its previous form, uh, I don't know what to tell you, but it ain't going to look anything like this in the future. Anything like this in the future. Weekend W goes to my guys, the Atlanta Braves. They're continuing to play some good baseball. They took two out of three from the Reds over the weekend and opened up their weekend series on the 4th of July, beating the Cardinals 6-3. to Atlanta's playing some good ball right now, man. And they've got room to improve. They're getting Tyler Matzik back. Eddie Rosario came back. They're getting Mike Soroka back. They're getting Kirby Yates back. Atlanta's in a great, great position right now. And a weekend out goes to the Los Angeles Angels. The Angels fooled me. I was dead wrong, a thousand percent wrong. I thought that the Angels were a World Series contender when they started off the season strong. 
They're 37-44 and a complete mess. There's no reason a team with Otani and Mike Trout should be this far behind the eight ball. Their front office needs to do better and build a team instead of just having you know a couple of top-heavy guys and nothing else. Let's catch a break on play-by-play when we get back. Betting picks, and then we're out here on KLEB. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too, through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Tiger Rag, three-time Home Depot Coach of the Year, two-time AP College Football Coach of the Year, 11 seasons at Notre Dame, two college football playoff appearances, and now the head coach of the LSU Tigers, Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. What the fadizzle? I know LSU fans will love Brian I'm Kelly. I'm excited. Success follows him everywhere he goes. All he does is win. The winningest coach in Notre Dame history. Tiger Rag Magazine will be there as LSU ushers in a new era on the gridiron. He wants to win a championship. His plan to take this program to the next level is the same as ours. Under the bright lights. Not here to taste success. I want to be here to sustain on the Broadway stage. Shows where LSU is as a program right now. We have a lot of talent and a lot of talent coming in. Super excited. (laughs) I want the fans here early, tailgating and having a great time and and filling the stadium and being enthusiastic. Find Tiger Rag on newsstands and online at tigerrag.com. Thibodeau Regional, again acknowledged for delivering an outstanding patient experience by health grades. While we may be the recipient of the award, our patients are the real winners because you can have confidence in the quality of care you'll receive. Thibodeau Regional Health System. Proud to be among the top 10% of hospitals in the nation and the only hospital in Louisiana recognized by HealthGrades for providing an outstanding patient experience 14 years in a row. I have been excellent in my sports betting picks, but in the last two or three days, it's been a big slump. So it's only fitting that the intro song says this. I hope to have better than no chance in hell today in Las Vegas as I give you what I hope are three winners. We start off in the world of Major League Baseball where I tell you to play the Mets today covering the run line minus a run and a half against the Cincinnati Reds. The Reds are getting Max Scherzer back, which I think more important than his level of play on the mound, which he's certainly going to be great. I mean, Max Scherzer is an amazing pitcher before the injury, 49 and two-thirds innings, 
59 strikeouts, 2.54 ERA, a whip of under one. I mean, he's incredible. But more important than that is I think he's going to give them a shot in the arm uh, clubhouse-wise, right? Like everybody's going to be more fired up to play knowing, hey, all right, the ace is back. Even more so when DeGrom comes back in the next couple of weeks. So the Mets are playing the Reds. The Reds are throwing Nick Loedo, who's got a 5.52 ERA. <laughs> the Reds are competitive for like four innings a night. Then when you get into their bullpen, you beat the holy snot out of them because their bullpen is atrocious. And we atrocious. We saw that last night. It was a three to three game until like the fifth or sixth inning. Then the Mets got into the pen and hammered the Reds. And I think the same thing is going to be in play here. Except that I don't know that the Reds are going to score in Scherzer really at all. So I think that the Mets are going to be a comfortable bet to win and cover the run line today. Go Mets. Ugh. Ugh. I did you hear me? A Braves fan. What has Las Vegas done to me? I'm a Braves fan, and I just uttered the words, go Mets, wash my mouth out with soap. Ugh, can't believe I just said that. Ugh, Uh, I've got the heebie-jeebies. I don't even know if I could finish the damn show. Next pick today, I like the Cardinals to beat the Braves, covering the money line plus 122. The Braves are throwing Ian Anderson today. He's not been good. His ERA is 5.31. He's been kicked around. I think that the Cardinals are going to get to Ian today. Uh, They swung it pretty well yesterday against Braves pitching and actually made a little bit of a rally in the ninth inning and threatened to take away game one of that series in the wee hours of the night. I may have been the only person awake watching that game, Um, but I think that they're going to hit Ian today, and I think the Cardinals are going to win game two of that series. The last pick that we've got to give you all today is going to be this one. I like the Brewers to beat the Cubbies. Minus 130 money line. The Brewers are better than the Cubbies. They're throwing Jason Alexander with a 3.82 ERA. The Brewers squirted one out against the Cardinals, or against the Cubs last night, getting a walk-off in the ninth or 10th inning. I think it's maybe the 10th inning. I think that Milwaukee's going to get it done today. They're just a better club than Chicago. They'll take care of business, defend their home field, and beat the boys from Wrigley. Thanks to everybody for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday, so that means we'll get to our mailbag, and we've got a great week of shows planned out. You've been listening to Play by Play on KLEB. Have a wonderful day. May God bless you and your families. Casey Just Clare, signing off. We'll be back tomorrow.